Welcome to a Reading City Council update. For full details on each of the items covered or to watch the meeting online, visit cityofreading.org or find the links in the episode show notes. For any questions, suggestions, or comments, please email podcast at cityofreading.org. This is Steve Vade with the City of Reading. I am the Assistant City Manager, and I'm here to report on the August 16th uh, City Council meeting and give you a nice recap of, of the activity that took place last evening. I'd like to note on the in regards to the uh, the consent calendar, uh, we did have a few items I'd like to highlight. And one of those is that the city council authorized the mayor to send two letters of support for two different uh, income qualifying projects. One is actually on Placer Street, and the other one is proposed on Canby Road. Uh, the one on Placer Street will actually bring 64 units. And the Canby Road project would bring 120 units. These support letters are in regard to uh, the funding that may support these projects. And so this is early on in the process, but these are very well-located projects and we anticipate good things. So we look forward to, if we can get another 180 plus units in our community to be greatly received. The other item um, I'd like to highlight is we have a, uh, the city is applying for emergency solutions grant funding, and this funding we're putting in an application for $200,000. We are looking to utilize these funds to help out with our homeless services and to help out our crisis intervention response team with uh, providing housing to those that are unsheltered or living in uh, unauthorized camps within our community. Last night, they also announced that October 4th, 2022 is going to be the National Night Out. And so they, the council would like to welcome the community to join in on this event. And uh, so again, it's October 4th uh, and that's coming up. It'll be here sooner than we know. And this is really an opportunity for neighborhoods to gather and interact with one another, but then also interact with city staff and law enforcement and safety personnel. Um, to learn more about the safety of your community and, and also give feedback to our city representatives um, for uh, during that evening. And a project that was uh, supported last evening is one at Ben Air Park. And the, the Ben Air Park is a runway and taxiway pavement preservation project. And so the council awarded a $378,000 contract to BSS International. And that project um, will improve the, the runway at Ben Air Park. And so we are uh, looking forward to improvements in that, in that small uh, air, airport. And uh, so anyway, that, that project will take off in the next few months. And uh, so we're glad to see council support that up at Ben Air Park. And then on the regular calendar, uh, we had a couple of items that were, you know, brought about some good discussions between our council and, and the community. And so one of those, the first one was uh, the consideration of developing a new personnel policy. And that would be related to a hybrid uh, remote work uh, assignments. And so the city was really looking to um, with this with this request is to create a pilot program for about 12 months. Uh, we really just want to uh, 
you know, explore options where we can try and improve either employee retention or even employee recruitment. Uh, now, th these types of positions that would be eligible for this remote work is not something like, you know, you wouldn't have a police officer. You're not going to have somebody that's doing, you know, maybe that works for planning or building that has that daily interaction. These are positions that may be uh, like a, a computer um, a data management person, or we could have, it's possible some of our management analysts might be uh, a good fit or uh, maybe a personnel analyst, really a position that would work well from a distance and not have to uh, really have that daily interaction with staff or the community to be, to make that position effective. So council did support this as a, uh, a pilot program. And so we anticipate that we would we will move forward and we have some you know things to figure out whether it's in regard to you know payroll taxes or uh calpers and, and it seems you know our initial uh responses to those is that it that there are communities doing this and uh, within california and then there's some interstate agreements that allow this to happen for um for that employee to be able to, to live in another state or uh, you know, to, to complete these jobs. So this was supported. It was when it was a, um, by council and approved last night. So we will be um, looking forward to seeing how that remote work policy comes together uh, and uh, and see if we have any staff members or future employees that, that it might fit well with. And so, you know, it's really just a good sign of the city um, really showing that we are being innovative and responsive and that kind of government of the 21st century as we look at these types of, of, of improvals. Also last night, there was an oral presentation regarding the revival of art in public places. And this was really a, a presentation that was completed by Kim Niemer, our community services director. And it was really most of it was really highlighting some of the great art that has been done within our community over the years, whether it's at city facilities like Old City Hall or it's along uh, the trail system, even some new improvements going along the trail system, some future improvements going along that trail system. And it's it's really a reestab the, the presentation was to see if there's, you know, just general support from council to revive uh, a art and public places committee. And this is something that had been utilized in the past. And I think that they would end up getting, you know, getting some, uh, maybe a group of five to seven people that are, you know, involved in the arts in the community and have, you know, you know can provide advice and guidance to propose art that will be in public places. So this is just kind of re-energizing um, and, and bringing back a committee that was in place some years ago and really just helping out as we try to improve our community and 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 look at, I mean, public art is becoming a bigger deal in our downtown, it's becoming a bigger deal in our parks, and we want it to be throughout the city. And so this would be a committee that would look, you know, help decide how that final product would look as it is uh, within, um, you know, whether it's public space or public right away. So that's, uh, it was good, good guidance uh, provided by the council to move forward with that concept. And so we look forward to that committee being formed. Uh, Public Works presented last night a request for basically um, uh, modifying the speed limit at, at two locations. Now, it's important to note that, you know, this, when they go forward and they have to 
look at the analyze basically the speed limits within our community it's something that is required by law because if you don't do these studies then you're not able to enforce those speeds and so it's something that we are regulatory required to do and so uh, last night they um, they presented a you know basically the speed zoning ordinance and then also the analysis that was completed through an engineering and traffic survey. And so through that, um, they end up basically modifying only two locations within our community. And one was a reduction uh, of speed and the other one was an, uh, an increase in that speed. And the one that was reduced is actually up on Redwood Boulevard. And it's between North Point Drive and Caterpillar Road. They re <clears throat> reduced that from 30 to 25 miles an hour. And then the other one that was actually increased, uh, that one is up on Twinview Boulevard. It's from uh, um, State Route 273 to Constitution, Constitution Way. And uh, so they increased that one from 35 miles an hour to 40 miles an hour. So that was uh, interesting to see them go, you know, this is just a, a process that they go through and they choose a certain, uh, I guess, area to analyze. And then they go through this uh, engineering survey to determine if there's going to be any needed uh, speed changes. So last night, council approved those uh, two modifications. And uh, so just going through there, it's just a normal operation of business on that. The last item that, that was really, I mean, I would say it was a very engaging conversation. It was a carryover from prior council meetings. And it was really the consideration of a urgency ordinance related to uh, new vacation rentals uh, applications within the city of Reading. And so there was a request basically to place a moratorium on the submission and receipt of these applications. And that would be, you know, that are basically that application process defined by our Reading Municipal Code, uh, section 18.43180. And it really was, the intention was just to put a pause on these applications because we have so many of them in the queue. I'd say we had about 35 or 40 already in there. And I think over the last two weeks, we got 20 more applications for short-term rentals. I think what the um, staff was presenting was just to, to apply a moratorium uh, to it, to put a pause on those applications while staff was able to go in and revise the municipal code. And so after lengthy discussion and, and even good public comment and public comment, you know, included, you know, concerns about density within neighbors and how adjacent uh, short-term rentals are affecting current single family owners within these single family districts and how they're frustrated with some of them operating as a hotel. Uh, some of them just not being good neighbors or, you know, they're, they're a nuisance or they're parking all over the place. And, you know, and, and sometimes that that was uh, just maybe it was not good management. Maybe it was something that may, the, the municipal code could address, but it's not being monitored because, of, you know, staffing hasn't been at that level yet. And so it was a very, um, I think it was a good conversation for the community to have, for council to have, for staff to have. And so at the end of the uh, of the discussion, you know, council did not support um, by a four-fifths vote to adopt a interim 
urged the ordinance. And so they didn't believe, I think, you know, Councilmember Reznor said about it, it just didn't meet that urgency, you know, um, definition that has been, it's either in the law or we've used in the past for something like the car fire or it's the pandemic, something like that. Those are urgency matters. She didn't feel like this was an urgency matter. And I don't, you know, and, and I think that was very well pointed out by a few of the council members. But at the end of the discussion, I think they did come up with a good resolve where city council uh, set as a high priority and which may cause a delay in the riverfront specific plan update moving forward, maybe it's a little slower or the tree ordinance moving at a little slower pace while staff jumps out and addresses um, modifying the municipal code for short-term rentals. So they've asked staff to set this as a priority and then to work for development services staff to modify the, the municipal code as it relates to those short-term rentals. And, you know, they're, they're wanting to address, you know, those things that are, um, you know, like whether it's density or it's how do we, you know, put some teeth out there for those that are bad for, you know, actors uh, and they're operating these facilities and we need to, you know, step up our monitoring of it. And so staff is going to work with that. And I believe they're going to bring back to council a list of some of those top subjects that uh, will help operate that that program in a better capacity for the city and for the community, really. And so we'll look for that to go back to council in October, and then it would be presented to planning commission, and then ultimately back to city council, and they will do the ordinance, uh, the reading of the ordinance, the first and second readings of that. So it was a good conversation. It's I think it's a good direction where we'll be able to address those short-term rentals, the issues that we have. And, you know, these have been around for just you know, only a few years. And so we, I think we're learning as we go and now some time for some modifications and city council was supportive of that. That's my summary of last evening. And I'd say it was a good meeting and some good direction by the council.